You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. We probably need a B-side, because that last conversation should have been recorded. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, a few episodes ago, we talked about snowshoeing. Now we want to dive into some of the brands of snowshoes that we really like and and get a little bit more... uh, So I have a question for Chase the Buyer, Um, because it feels like two... Just as little as two years ago, for sure three years ago, there were more representative brands on the market. But I feel like there's, everything's been dialed back a little bit to just maybe two two main brands. For snowshoes? For snowshoes, yeah. I mean, so the, the king of the mountain is MSR. Yeah. And then... Um, you still have quite a bit. You have... Well, um, there's a lot of littler ones, right? Yeah. Atlas is one of the bigger a- ones. Atlas, I'd put at number two. And then you have like Yukon, then then it gets really broad. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's Yukon Charlie, Red Feather, um, Crescent Moon, uh, Fimblevetter. Uh, well, you have a is it TSL that's massive in Europe, but they're pretty small here. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of brands. Mm-hmm. But MSR is by far. Uh, the brand that most people know at least around here uh, around here because for in large part because their snowshoes are bomb proof and have been used as rental shoes at every university across the country pretty much and so if you've rented snowshoes that's probably what you wore oh tubs is another yeah they're they're big uh, they're big they're big they're probably just as big or bigger than atlas yeah. yeah, tubs, and tubs they might, and Atlas. And okay. they might even be bigger than MSR. I don't really know how. Yeah. MSR is big in the specialty retail side. But general consumer. General consumer, maybe. Yukon, Charlie, and Tubs. From a numbers perspective, they may sell more than. Mm. I mean, Yukon, Charlie sells it like at a, at like Sam's Club or, or the other. What's the other one? Costco. Yeah. And. Uh, and they probably, from a numbers perspective, they probably sell more snowshoes than hmm. just about anybody. So, um, but from especially the retail side, MSR is king, and Atlas is probably a close, fairly close second. Okay, so uh, what makes MSR so good? They last forever. That is true. Yeah. End of story. End of the podcast. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing with MSR is. They are designed to last a really long time, be super durable, be easily filled, fixable, filled maintainable. Um, their bindings are are simple. They're solid. They're frame. That got massive traction. Probably the most traction of any other brand on the market. Now, 
Atlas has kind of come out with some snowshoes that are, uh, there's some advantages to like a tube and decking snowshoe like Atlas. So it should be mentioned, MSR is like a plastic based. Yeah, well, de- depending on the model. They yeah. have like their the hybrid. Well, that's true. It'd almost be tube and decking, but it's like a. There's no tube. There's no tube. The tube is that. It's a frame, frame. and decking, I guess. Yeah. Um, Which provides so much more traction, but the. F- I guess you're probably going to talk about that. But. Yeah, so the tube and decking snowshoes provide a lot of flotation. flotation. Yep. Um, but the way it works is you have this metal tube frame. And then you get the decking and you wrap the decking around the frame and, and fasten it. And so um, around the frame was always a high wear spot where uh, over over the years those snowshoes will wear out in that attachment area and sometimes you'd have a failure. And so what MSR did to come out with their snowshoes is instead of having a tube frame, they just... They just um, use kind of a vertical piece of of metal that they kind of cut in some uh, teeth into this metal so it's almost think imagine like a cookie cutter snowshoe shaped cookie cutter and then they attached the decking on the in the middle of that they just fasten it to the middle of the the frame and so you don't have the the decking wrapped around the frame of the snowshoe and you get a lot more durability um, out of that because you're not wearing it out at those high wear spots. Um, so the lightning snowshoes from MSR, those are the tube and decking or the uh, frame and decking snowshoes from MSR. Now the binding attaches to the frame on the MSR snowshoes. On pretty much all their snowshoes, the binding attaches to the frame. So that binding is solid, rigid, uh, really solid, which makes for a really durable snowshoe, but the disadvantage is when you're hiking on uneven trail, uh, you really kind of feel it in your foot and in your ankle. You feel the, there's there's not really any give in the binding. It looks like a, is this a new binding the on the Revo and Lightning? They, they are launched. It's like a, new, that. It's like a mesh. Yeah, that is a new binding. It's pretty cool looking. Them. So I'm used to the on the Evos and on the original the original Evo Trail snowshoes. It's just like a. It's not. It's not a rubber, but like a plastic thing. You just hook, pull just over, and hook. Plastic strap. Yeah. Um, Almost which, like a volley strap type thing that you fasten. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever rented snowshoes, that's probably what you have, and. I've all, I I I've had issues with those. They work, but um, they're they are work sometimes to get into place. Um, looks like they've got a new system though. This looks interesting. Um, so the ascent and the and the lightning, or the, excuse me, the lightning ascents um, a, the, along with the Revo ascent are, are yep. using this new system. And so this is a two hundred and sixty to three hundred and something dollar snowshoe where. The basic Evos are like what 140? Yep, 139.95. Yeah, so you're getting a, a lighter snowshoe, better performance, maybe a better feel underfoot. Uh, you're getting a riser, flip up riser, and then a different uh, system, um, whatever latching system. Yeah, binding this, system. This new binding system looks pretty sweet. It, um, one of the I guess one of the knocks on their old bindings, uh, very durable, easy to repair, um, they're solid, they don't move. 
um, but you'll get pressure points right underneath the straps. When you crank down the straps, sometimes yeah. it's uncomfortable right yeah. under those straps if you've got them too tight. Um, Atlas, for example, has a different binding system that distributes the pressure a lot better across the full foot. So you can have a real tight binding, snug binding without pressure points. And so I think MSR over the years has tried to come up with some binding designs that help to distribute the pressure a little better and it looks like this new binding um does that to some extent i still i mean you know me i i love my easton's and their binding system uh i think is one of the easiest yeah once one pull type right. type deals and their binding the easton binding now easton doesn't make snowshoes anymore but back when they did they were amazing but they were kind of uh, they took they took atlas snowshoes and made some little tweaks to them essentially but it was like a new and improved atlas snowshoe and um their binding was almost an identical uh copy of atlas bindings and i love those bindings yeah they're yeah, so simple nice. i still and so and they're also something that i noticed it doesn't look like msr does uh maybe the women's revo a little bit but uh easton had a teardrop a left and a right teardrop on there so you're in step you're when you stepped, it was more of a natural step instead of this wide waddle thing. Right. Uh, MSRs are not very wide snowshoes in general, but they also doesn't look like they taper left or right or anything. So uh, now the women's Revo does narrow and does go in. Um, yeah, the women's snowshoes are a little narrower than the men's are mm -hmm. <clears throat> naturally. And some, you know, some... I, I know some men who prefer the women's snowshoe for that reason. Yeah. And yeah. So. Because you don't like to walk in a waddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I found with the MSR snowshoes, you don't really have to walk in a waddle. Mm -mm. Not much. Um, even, they, they taper enough at the tails, even on the men's snowshoe, that you really don't have to waddle. Um, you, can, but, you can add accessories, too, as far as if you need more. Like a tail. A tail, yeah. yeah. We used to rent those, but you can buy a tail that if you're you're hiking out a heavier load, yeah, and you need more stability, yeah, more purchase on the snow. So, I would say, um, so of the snowshoes that the real popular snowshoes are the snowshoes that we've sold in the past, MSR, Atlas, um, Fimblevetter. Now you had high hopes for Fimblevetter. <laughs> I mean, you brought in I a mean, lot of Fimble really better. high hopes. Yeah. Do we need to yeah. do, we, do we need to talk about this? Yeah. So <laughs> we the Fimble better. Okay, well, tell like first of all, they're like a, they're plastic. Yeah. And they're different. Look, they're unique. Like they don't look like anything else on the market. And I really like the snowshoes, but they're different. Well, my problem with them around here is that they're too wide they're too wide so mm -hmm. they're made where are they out of norway no, so i guess norway like or sweden or scandinavia but the idea norway, is there's less trail systems there and more hills where people just go out and and break trail and snowshoe around here it's a lot of trail hiking with snowshoes on and those fimble vetters seem to be too wide they look like giant pieces of swiss cheese under your feet <laughs> yeah. yeah and the the crampons on there are they're just a little too small for icy I trails hiked right out i stepped right out of one and post hold <laughs> <laughs> up to my crotch <laughs> up at snow basin yeah yeah they're, 
I, th- I think they're cool. I do agree. They're not my favorite for this area. But they're but if, super lightweight for mm-hmm. the size, and they had great on-snow In, purchase. Insane flotation. Mm-hmm. I know I know a lot of um, their like target market, at least in Norway, it seems to be like backcountry snowboarders yeah. um, and skiers who are getting clear back there, oh, untracked stuff, and then they're so light you can throw them in your pack yeah. on the outside of your pack, and it's not like you have a pair of snowshoes on your pack. We tried to sell them to hunters around here. We tried to sell them to everyone. I mean, we <laughs> anyone had anyone that would take we had, um So here's here's how it happened. Okay, so, here's how it happened. Here we go. So I I contacted Fimblevetter, said I want to bring in your snowshoes. They were excited. Like all of them. I just want to bring <laughs> all of them. <laughs> they were excited. They sent me an order form, and I uh, and I filled out the order form. Well, the order form was slightly different than <laughs> than some order forms that I used, and I misread it. I misread the order form, and so when I wrote that I wanted um, four, for example, mm-hmm. um, like four, four cases, four, four of a four, snow, four of four. a certain snowshoe. So I'm I'm imagining I'm going to get four pairs of this snowshoe. Yeah. What I didn't understand is that I was ordering uh, four boxes of that snowshoe. So instead of four pairs, I was getting like thirty-two pairs. And by box, he means. Pallet. No, no. Okay. So when all was said and done, I thought I had ordered like 18 pairs of snowshoes and then two pallets. A reasonable amount. Two pallets showed up. Uh, four, I think it was four pallets. Four, four pallets showed up. <laughs> yeah. It was like 150. We couldn't get out of our stock room. <laughs> it was like 150 something pairs of snowshoes. Yeah. Shipped from Scandinavia, Ooh. not shipped from so somewhere you can't else easily in the US. Sh- FedEx Air, those back. Yeah, Air shipped, freight from, shipped from like uh, Sweden oh. or Denmark or Norway or something like that. And I called them wow. up and I said, "I think there was a mistake." <laughs> um, How'd that conversation we, go? <laughs> we just got like 150 <laughs> pairs of snowshoes, and they looked up the order form and they said, "That's how many you ordered." And I said, oh, no, that's not. And I've got the order form here. I think I ordered 18. Oh, and he said, yeah, man. 18 boxes. I said, wait, wait, what? And he said, oh. look up here. This is. And I thought, oh, this is my fault. I misread the order form. Well, it's a different order form than how yeah. how most other companies did it. I misread it. They assume they don't. They'd never done business with us. They don't know we're a local, Thanks, small Mr. local Reynolds. shop. <laughs> they probably yeah. thought we were like a. Costco. You know, an REI type <laughs> shop with uh, maybe, maybe I'm ordering for eight stores. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so they just sent what I ordered and it was like 150 something pairs of snowshoes. So we had. Which to, is more people, we had to more shoes to than what us. like people are in Ogden. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, on a good, on a, on a pretty, and then we also had MSR snowshoes and Atlas snowshoes in addition to that. And so on a normal good sales year for snowshoes in at Gear 30, we sell maybe, you know, 30 pairs of snowshoes, not a hun- not 200 pairs, which is mm. about what we had in stock that year. But they were an awesome company to work with. They bent over backward to help us out, and they actually changed their plans completely and said, hey, we were we were planning on in a future year getting some distribution places in the u.s as our distribution grows and we've decided we're just gonna we're gonna speed that up a year and we're just gonna we'll have you ship them to denver we've got a distribution place and we reached out to this place in denver 
Uh, we'll have you ship them there, and we're just going to start distributing out of Denver starting this year. So you helped them expand in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. You helped so, them move their plans forward. I mean, they, yeah, and mm. I, I, don't, I don't think that, I don't know if it helped them necessarily, but they really helped us out. I mean, they saved our bacon. So, so we sent back um, pretty much of the 150 pair, we sent back like 130 pairs to denver to for them to them to their distribution they are such a cool company they were really helpful and man they they bailed us out well rei sells them now so yeah i i mean i don't know how much i think i planned on the order being uh i don't know four or five thousand dollars and the order the bill came for like thirty two thousand dollars or something i was like oops (laughs) So anyway, they were an awesome company, and we liked the snowshoes, but what we did find as we used them in our rentals and stuff like that as other people used them is they were great off-trail, but on-trail around here on the popular trails that were somewhat packed, they were too wide mm-hmm. for to fit the trails. And going off-trail, they were the best out there, but on-trail, they were too wide. And so um, most people preferred the MSR snowshoes or the Atlas snowshoes because they fit within a, a packed trail much more comfortably, and the Fimblevetters just didn't so much. They do have, if you're interested, well, it says they're sold out, but they have a trail show, shoe now, which is probably, they have a hiker and a trail, but it looks like their trail is, it's a, it's a, new, it's a different, yeah. new, unique design, and it's thinner. They're not as wide as the, the ones we brought in. We brought in the hiker the ranger and the we had some tankers we had a few tankers freaking huge yeah massive yeah so i remember at the time they were getting a lot of press and magazines sold out pretty much all the magazines were saying like these are the best for off-trail use these are not the best for on-trail use and around here just there's nobody going and going deep into the backcountry in deep snow or whatever if they were if there were then Fimblevetter was the the right yeah these shows sold out but man if you're looking for if you're a snowboarder and you just like to snowshoe up and and snowboard down like something lightweight like this is sick yeah yeah Um, they're and they're good buying they're they're good snowshoes they had one thing i really liked i've got a pair one thing i really like is how simple they are they actually designed them for like Norwegian special forces or something. The pair that I have, uh, it's got like a total of 15 pieces, like including nuts and bolts being like two separate pieces. And then the other ones that, and I've got the, uh, the hiker X, which is, um, a little bit more aggressive snowshoe than the Ranger. That one had even less, it was like, like eight total pe- or six total pieces or something like that to the snowshoe. So there's just not much to fail. It looks like they make them with a 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. <it does. laughs> the, the plastic that they use for it, though, is a plastic that stays soft even in ridiculously cold weather. And so when you step in the snow, the plastic bends and it's really soft. And the way that the binding is attached is real is real soft and can really move. And so when you hike in them, it, it really does kind of feel like you're walking on pillows to some extent. Um, really comfortable that way. But uh, <clears throat> but even even still, we had those. We had uh, Easton. We had Atlas. Oh, they are. It's DuPont now. Mm-hmm. DuPont, or, High Trail, 
TPC ET stainless steel crampons. Um, oh, that's the crampon. DuPont Hytrel. Well, I'm not sure. DuPont. It says components. DuPont Hytrel TPC ETC comma stainless steel crampon. 100% recyclable and rock solid. Cold weather stress tested to negative 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah, the. Um we had the Fimble Vetters, we had the Atlas Easton and MSR snowshoes in our rentals. And I would say that um, the feedback from everybody that's rented them is the most popular, the favorites are probably a mixture between the MSR and the Easton or the Atlas. Because mm -hmm. Easton and Atlas are almost identical. Yeah. But I'd say for the real aggressive people who like to get off trail and climb steep hills and stuff, the MSR are better. Mm -hmm. um, but for most trail hikers, they prefer the Atlas. The thing I love about the Eastons is that the the crampon front points are are angled more at a 45 and not down straight. Yeah. So you can actually, like, kick in. Yeah, you can step. toe in and get up yeah. steep stuff. Just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're separated. Like, there's they're not attached to the frame what do you it's like a floating yeah. step or whatever right yeah those eastons are awesome yeah now the atlas ones there the bindings are attached with a webbing strap that flexes and stuff and it allows the the snowshoe and the binding to move independent of each other and so they're really comfortable for uneven trail hiking whereas the msrs they're attached to the frame so there's no give there but you just get solid, rock-solid traction. So when you're on real technical terrain, when you're mountaineering, when you're <clears throat> going up aggressive terrain or whatever, you really feel like you have a solid um, Who was the rep that went out traction. with us when we all went out on the store? Jason. That was Jason? Livingston. Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. Good dude. He's that not repping them anymore. No? He's not repping MSI? He's working for Grip 6 now, in-house. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Kind of sad, but their new rep is pretty cool too. So, yeah, rep down, rep down. <clears throat> yep. Um, anyway, I just, I, uh, I don't know. They it's just, had, it really is. When you go to OR, there's a million snowshoes there. Yeah. There's like inflatable snowshoes. <laughs> there's like, there's like the craziest. It is a market that everyone tries to improve on. Um, which cool. I mean, I'm down, whatever. But, you're tried and true who have making have made snowshoes for a long time and are still making them are, are those top three yeah your tubs atlas and msr and just feels like no one's been able to really break through outside of those three in any significant way easton could have had they stuck around yeah their their snowshoes were so good and, yeah they were they were probably my favorite my wife has a pair of eastons she absolutely loves them if they still made them, she might upgrade hers, but she's, there's no way she's getting rid of those because you just can't get them anymore. And the closest thing to the Eastons are the Atlas. Um, the Easton had a couple of advantages over the Atlas, but, um, you know, Atlas has, they're continuing to innovate and stuff like that. Um, there's a new snowshoe from Atlas. I forget what it's called. I've got to, let me pull it up here real quick. Uh, the Apex Collection. Um, it's almost like a combination between their normal Atlas tube and decking snowshoe and like an MSR Lightning. Um, more more traction, more aggressive, more durable than their old snowshoes. Um, 
but some of the advantages of the more comfortable binding, the the pivoting. Um, Did you say the Apex? Yeah, Apex and collection. This is, this is new. Yeah, um, highest performing. Yeah, Apex collection. <laughs> the uh, whoa, these are yeah, they're kind of cool. Binding is serious. Yeah, so that that's probably the only thing they could. Oh kind my of, god, I can't see the end of this decking. It's called Infinity Decking. There's no end. <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> what are you even looking at? Atlas Infinity Decking. Designed to optimize surface area while also protecting the deck from abrasion. Infinity Decking integrates the deck below and inside the frame with a unique construction that eliminates frame wrap in a sleek, seamless design. Brought to you by eight Atlas. <laughs> That's the Apex BC25. Mm, there you go. Spring-loaded suspension, because you need that. And it's got a BOA system. Oh, there you go. Which, dude, <clears throat> I'm a fan of BOA. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely convenient. Does BOA fail often? Like, ever? Yeah, it, it, it fails. Does. Not often, but it fails. Yeah. It definitely is not a bolt or not a indestructible system. But yeah. they, they back it up, so if it fails, they'll repair it or replace it for you. Dude, you had me at BOA, though. This thing's bad, A. Eh? Spring-loaded suspension, suspend, suspension, suspension. Spring-loaded suspensions. An Atlas tenant from the beginning. Atlas's patented spring-loaded suspension. They call it SLS. Keeps the snowshoe close underfoot for easy maneuvering. Huh, pretty cool. Yeah. So this year, we're bringing in MSR snowshoes. We're not doing Atlas. <clears throat> we're not doing Fimble Vetter. And the reason for that, uh, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the reason for that, Fimble Vetter, because they didn't sell that well. Uh, they're cool, but they're just not really ideal for our No, area. but I'm down to bring in Atlas next year. They, yeah, this looks much... Atlas is cool. Yeah, I like this. But just this whole COVID-19 stuff has thrown off, uh, thrown our whole industry for, for a loop, and trying to get stuff in stock, and trying to order stuff and everything, it's, it's thrown everything off, and it's thrown us off. And so... MSR is the company that we probably have always done the best with and that we have we have a great relationship with them and stuff and so being able to get in their snowshoes is is much easier um, than some of the other brands and Atlas is a brand that uh, makes great snowshoes and we've carried them in the past um, but just with all of the kind of the headache of this COVID-19 what it's done to the supply chain and stuff like that has kind of made it if difficult. So future years will definitely be bringing in Atlas again. Mm -hmm. I think the cheapest quality snowshoe is that Evo at around 140. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, yeah, a, you're up around a, 200 bucks, right? Yeah, that's a killer, killer value for sure. The Evo, so that the tubs the, access is 170. Are, that's pretty good. Are tubs and Atlas the same company? No, are like they owned on, by the same company? Are they on the same website? No, but their website is literally set up the same. What? Tubs. So look at go go back. Like is that not the same? Yeah. Snowshoes, gender train. Gender series. Yeah. I, huh. I don't they're, I they're exactly. And their snowshoes gender. look Almost, I mean, their snowshoes look almost exactly the same. Tubs are from 1906. If you go snowshoes, view all. I mean, like, they have their Flex Alp, Boa. Maybe, uh... uh what? I wonder. I don't know. Did Tubs buy, snow, buy Atlas? 
Yeah, they it's identical, almost identical. Um, what's their boa one called? The Atlas. The Flex. These vert are different. Snowshoe? The Tubbs is a Flex Vert women's snowshoe. The oh, I'm looking at the Tubbs. Oh, I was like, it's not the same thing. Yeah, no, okay. that's. They're they're different. They're definitely different. The tubs are more. They're using more plastic. Yeah, but it looks like. But this way, this wayfinder, from tubs is very similar to the Atlas. I don't know, man. These are getting close. Yeah. The apex. The, yeah, they're definitely fairly similar snowshoes. The colors of the Atlas are better, especially Ooh, for the women. Check out the mis- oh, Mister Moore. Go. Yeah, Mr. Moore, it's awesome. Winter Quest is a company um, that is uh, owned by K2, Inc., and is the parent company of Tubbs Snowshoes and Atlas Snowshoes. So, owned by the same parent company. Yes, look at you. There you you go. Wow. There you go. It's like, this is too similar to be different. Yeah. Too similar to be different. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was hoping you'd pick that one out. Yeah, that's, um, anyway, so if you're looking for new snowshoes for this winter, um, our suggestion, at least my suggestion, would be if you're looking for a more aggressive, more durable snowshoe that's really built to last and take any abuse and go anywhere, MSR is your right choice. If you want something that's maybe a little more comfortable, more forgiving for um, for trail hiking, uh, slightly mellower terrain, Maybe look at the Atlas snowshoes. Um, if you want something, so the the one thing the Atlas snowshoes have that spring-loaded um, binding system, and that is comfortable to hike on. But when you get onto real steep hills, it's kind of hard to get the nose of the snowshoe out of the way to really get your cramp on to bite like you can with the MSR snowshoes. And that's that's like the one disadvantage I think over the over the Atlas. Um, when you're on real technical terrain, which is why for mountaineering type stuff, I like, I prefer the MSR snowshoes and, um, MSR snowshoes, they're just built to take anything, built built to go anywhere. And, and they, that's why they've been the number one choice for, uh, rental snowshoes from everybody for 30 years because they're just, they they don't break. They just last forever. And so, um, we like MSR. That's that's the brand that we're going to be carrying this year. We also like Atlas. We'll be carrying them in future years. But that's kind of if you're in the market for snowshoes, those are the brands that I think I would look at and and consider. And uh, if you decide that MSR is the right snowshoe for you, then check out Gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Uh, you can get MSR snowshoes there, and the hiking poles and the and the beanies and the the jackets and the gloves and everything that you need for your uh, snowshoeing adventures at gear30.com you guys have anything that I forgot I think you nailed it alrighty cool well thanks for joining us for the podcast today if you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and uh, you can like us on Facebook and um, and follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero and uh, get on our email newsletter. And then you'll get mm. updates on uh, all of our sales and stuff that we have going on. Or just check out gear30.com. We've got deals of the week and other things that 
go up right now we've got a bunch of winter or summer apparel summer gear on clearance and we're getting in all of our new winter stuff as we speak so uh, just continue to check out gear30.com each week to see what what new stuff we have and what deals we have I think that's it yeah thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there